Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to identify and lead with your strengths. Noelle, the word strength um, always resonates with me when you talk about it because it's, it's, a, it's a big word in positive psychology, no? It is. And it's a word that has so many different connotations and different slices of society. And so I think it's important to unpack. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, all right, let's toss positive psychology out the window. What does strength mean to you? Oh, man. For me, I think strength mean um, like the obvious on the surface, I, I, I sense gifts, what you're good at, you know, what comes easier for you than than as opposed to other people. Um, but also strength, I see as uh, vulnerability showing yourself. Mm, that's awesome. So so your definition is, uh, I think, more closely aligned to positive psychology. When I think of the word strength, uh, I think of like muscles and, you mm. know, um, forcing things and pushing and being right. strong and showing up and being hard. Um, and and for, and for that reason, I think that strengths kind of get a bad rap or can be confusing to folks. Yeah, that was going to be my first uh, answer, but I didn't want to, um, I wanted to people to think I'm smart. So I try, I try to uh, go deeper and a little bit of truth. <laughs> well, I mean, you did good. So there, you know, I think that there are lots of flavors to strengths and right. they show up in different ways. Like if you're a really good um, manager or you might be a really good listener to your friends, uh, or you might be a great speaker. So these are, are typically things that you're good at. And when we think about strengths in this way, a, a different word that I'd like to offer up in place that I think is a better one is these are your talents. Mm -hmm, right. These are things that you have a natural aptitude for. Um, but then when we flip over to positive psychology land, strengths take on a totally different tenor. So strengths in positive psychology don't mean talents. They don't mean talents. Oh, interesting. I know. It is interesting. And it's it's a juxtaposition that you kind of have to reconcile with because language is so interesting. You know, words take on meaning based on your lens. Right. And so when we're talking about strengths in positive psychology, the story of how they were developed and, and how they came to be included in that vernacular is really important. And it's a really good story. Um, so a long, long time ago, um, I feel like I should have a little children's book with me right now. Um, <laughs> story time with Noel Cardo. Story time. A long, long time ago, um, there was a man named Chris Peterson, um, who has since passed away, and he's good friends with Martin Seligman, who is the head of the University of Pennsylvania Applied Positive Psychology Program and also um, known as the godfather of applied positive psychology. And the story really starts with Martin Seligman. He was in a rose garden with his child, and he was in a bad mood, and he was consumed with his anger or whatever was going on with him. And his little kid was just kind of skipping around. And all of a sudden, she looked up at him and said, Dad, guess what? 
I'm not like you. You are cranky. And mm-hmm. I am going to stand here and smell the roses and enjoy my day. And that moment stimulated for Seligman a question. Is it that easy to change your lens just like you would raise the shades up and down on your bedroom window to let the sun in or shut it out? Is it that easy to flip your perspective? Right. And that led him on this path of exploration where the entire medical model, the entire way that we think about psychology, the way that we think about humans' treatment um, is based on disease. It's based on what's wrong with you. And so very simply, Seligman began asking the question, what's right with you? Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. It's a powerful question. Um, So, you know, let's, before we get into character strengths, let's play around with that. So if I were to say to you, John, you know, what's right with you? What is your answer? You know, it's hard to answer because um, I think for a lot of us, because uh, we we just default to the negative. It's hard for us to see um, what our talents are, what is right with us, you know, what is good. Um, I mean, I would say, oh, uh, what's right with me is if I if I have an idea, I usually pull the trigger pretty quick before fear leaks in. So mm-hmm. um, I put a lot of weight on the actual attempt, not so much on the, the scoreboard. You know, I'm 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 big into the the, the journeys, um, and then what's right with me is uh, at 47, I tried to I just I tried to um, show up in a way, and I don't I, I you know I drop the ball all the time, but I try to show up um, um, in a way that is uh, consistent and uh, um, authentic. So so I like myself. Mm-hmm. That's that's important to me. Yeah. So what I heard was, you know, creativity and authenticity. Yes. Awesome. Two big words. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And and what you also said uh, was, you know, this is, is how we gauge how we are good, which I think is really important when we're considering what, what strengths are in positive psychology. They're actually pathways to human goodness. Mm-hmm. It's our capacity for helping ourselves and each other. So for you, creativity and authenticity really shows up in the way that you're able to help yourself and others. Right. And so for me, I'd say, you know, what are the ways in which I'm good? Um, I'm kind. I'm goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm smart. Um, and, 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 you know, those are, those are my strengths. That's how I show up in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Chris Peterson and Martin Seligman started playing around with this idea and um, what we have as a society when we treat humans is the DSM. Um, John, can you explain a little bit about what the DSM is? Yeah, it's the um, clinical, I guess you would say Bible, um, where, where uh, the prerequisites for everything from personality disorders to, you know, all, all the mental, um, it's putting a label on all the mental, the um, struggles and the things that we, that we go through. That, yeah. that, that, that are treatable. That are treatable. So really yeah. specifically, it gives you a whole manual on what's wrong with you. Right, right. Yeah. It's, the oppos- it's the opposite of this. <laughs> it, it's the opposite of this. And right. so Peterson and Seligman started asking the question, you know, how do we quantify 
what is right with us? How can we create essentially the anti-DSM, a way to help folks explore all mm. of their psychological pathways for human goodness? So is there actually an anti-DSM or a version there, of that? Yes, there yeah. is. And mm. I'm getting excited. You can tell. Um, yeah. So it's called the VIA. And um, that stands for the Values in Action Classification of Strengths and Virtues. Mm. Now, um, I believe that if Chris Peterson had lived, the VIA, the Values in Action Classification of Strengths and Virtues, would have ultimately risen to the level of prominence as the DSM, but he passed away and his work was left incomplete and it's been taken up by many other wonderful researchers, um, you know, in the name of his legacy, but it never quite got there. So mm. what we do have is we do have the VIA character strengths assessment, which is an assessment that helps you identify and quantify what your character strengths are and the capacity that you have to express and enact goodness in the world. Right, right. And I love that these are character strengths. So to me, um, it's more than just ability, right? It's more like um, kind of who you are, how you're wired as well, no? Exactly. It's a deeper yeah. cut of existence. They're not talents. Um, these right. are things that you, that are, are are innate to you as a human. Kindness, generosity, hope, open-mindedness. And they give us clues as to how we can live a values-based existence from the inside out versus the outside in. Mm -hmm. So um, what's the value in knowing this? Is it because if you know your character strengths, then you know um, what to practice more? Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? And it, it, that's a yes and. So yeah. to, to understand character strengths, there's 24 character strengths. And they're organized into six broad categories, which is one is wisdom and knowledge. Another is courage, which I think is 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 kind of your camp, love, that's my camp, justice, temperance, and transcendence. Mm. And all of us have all 24 of these character strengths present and accessible at all times, um, but we lean into them and we embody them differently throughout our lifespan. Right. So when we take the VO, when we take this assessment, it gives us a, a rundown of the ranking of our strengths. And our top five character strengths, all of the research that's been done to date shows that when you consistently utilize your top five character strengths, you are able to access flow states and deeper thresholds of interpersonal, intellectual, and embodied contentment. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, uh, you know, I talk a lot about your, um, your, your equalizer. <laughs> and in that we always have to play with our own, you know, as we grow and change uh, the bass, the treble, the pitch to create that kind of sound that that, that feels the, the, the most right to us. And it's like if you start to know your character strengths and what you're naturally good at, um, you're, you're you're playing with the dials on your equalizer. Make you uh. more. Yes, you spot yeah. on. And in the way that I like to think about this is it's a recipe. 
Um, mm. It's a recipe for baking your unique flow cake. Oh. And, you know, all of the ingredients are absolutely delicious, but you just might not want to put them in the same cake Right, all at the right. same time. Um, and so, you know, when we look at our top five, and especially as coaches or as parents or as educators or friends, it gives you a roadmap for who is this human in front of you and what are the ingredients that they need to have in their life in order to experience flow. Mm. It also shows the um, areas where you, you may be lacking, right? Yeah. So yeah. I like to think about this. Um, when folks come to the space of coaching and they're really just kind of flopping around and they're saying, I don't know who I am. I don't even know what I want. I don't know where I'm going. Um, the first thing that I do is say, okay, let's take a look at your character strengths because you may be out of balance. You may be out of alignment with setting mm -hmm. up the very foundation of your life in order to experience contentment. So it's kind of like in order to move forward on the path of goal accomplishment, you need to set up your environment and make sure that your emotional and psychological conditions are, are met in appropriate ways. So when you say environment, you're talking about uh, life spaces, you're talking about uh, friendships, relationships, or what yeah. do you mean by environment? Or, All or, of or it. also like where, where you live, everything, huh? Everything. So um, one of my top character strengths is humor. And I suspect that, John, one of your top character strengths is humor as well. Um, so if you are in... Um, Many would disagree, by the way. <laughs> no, but yeah. it's not about... Well, this is a really great example. It's not about how others perceive you. It's about how you experience life. So you mean when you say humor, you're saying that I try to find um, I'm very dry and sarcastic, but I try to find humor in um, in life as I go throughout the day, right? You're not talking about how funny someone is. Exactly. So okay. if you're in work environments, friend environments, or relationship environments where no one's funny, no one thinks you're funny, and nobody wants to use humor at all ever, right, what happens? Right. What happens to you? Just a, a dead leaf, a crusty dead leaf. Boom. So yeah. that's how these character strengths work. The same thing happens to me. I just yeah. kind of get um, really quiet and I shrink. Right, right. When yeah, that I know. I know that about you. You, you, when you have fun and you're laughing, you, you, you lighten up, and uh, um, the goofiness in you comes out and makes you thrive, as opposed to it's just you know, dial tone and no humor, all seriousness. I think that's kryptonite for you. Oh, it is. And I, then yeah. I get listless and I start pacing. I start trying mm -hmm. to figure out how to get out of the room. <laughs> like it's, right, it's, right. it's no good. And yeah. so for me, you know, knowing that's one of my top strengths, that's one of the things that makes me come alive mm -hmm. when I'm sourcing my own conditions for goal accomplishment, I need to make sure that I have adequate access to humor or I will shrivel up and die. Mm. Yeah. So knowing that about yourself, mm -hmm. that's important. It is important. And, you know, this, this ranking is also important to understand um, because it's not uh, a top to bottom ranking where the, the character strengths that are in your bottom 25, you're not good at or, or you're terrible at. That's not the way this thing works. It's, it's basically a statement that, okay, these are not things that you need in order to experience flow. And if there's a strength that's in your bottom that you're like, wow, I, I think I would really benefit from having more of that in my life, you can experiment 
with changing the conditions of your life and see if that strength pops up. And it's a really interesting way to begin thinking about living from the inside out versus the outside in. It's changing the conversation from, you know, what should I be doing because others or society says so, or driving ROI or using my talents to make money or make somebody else money versus saying, what are the conditions in which I as a human thrive? Mm, man, I love that. It that just just the idea of that allows you to let go of so much that keeps us, you know, bogged down and and unhappy. Mm-hmm. The grips the grips of society, you know. Yeah. And so when we take the time to learn about our strengths and we lead with them, it changes everything. It changes everything about the psychodynamic approach to life. So um one of my other top strengths is my capacity to love and be loved. Mm-hmm. I have to be environments where people let me love them. Mm. I have to. If that yeah. doesn't happen for me, I shrivel and die. Yeah. So someone says, you, you, I don't want you to love me. That's not the right space for you. <laughs> no, that is not the right space for me. That is a quick exit stage left. <laughs> yeah. So this this is actually uh, it's a vehicle for someone to do um, self inventory first, and then take that uh, knowledge and learning, and then um, actually uh, feed and grow your character strengths so you uh, connect more to yourself. Yes, and it's it's secondarily a really wonderful vehicle to learn all about the people who you care about. Mm. So if if this is your child, if this is your partner, if these are your beloved colleagues, understanding, you know, what makes them tick or why someone might be a little bit blue, um, perhaps they're not being fed appropriately in terms of their deeply held character strengths. Perhaps they need a little bit more humor and a little bit more love, and that human plant will start to perk up. Right. So, so then knowing someone else's character strength, someone that you care about, um, how can you support and encourage them instead of uh, ignoring them? Right. Yes. Yes. This is, again, one of the first things that I do with my clients when they're really stuck is say, mm-hmm. all right, you know, what are your character strengths and how do we need to feed you? So appreciation of beauty and excellence is one. And for those folks, the pandemic has been really, really hard. So appreciation of beauty and excellence is if you have no access to art, if you have no access to music, if you have no access um, to, you know, awe and mystery through the great outdoors, it feels really stinky. So our very own Coach Pam, this is one of her top character strengths. And at the start of the pandemic, she was starting to feel really poorly. Mm. And I know this about her and I love her. And so I started sending her um, museum tours, virtual museum tours. Oh, wow. Nice. And she came back and said, that made such a big difference for me. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It increases your energy. Yeah, but it also builds relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And so if, if anybody out there is interested in this, there is the VI Institute on Character. 
give them a Google and you can take the assessment. And if you're ever working um, or interested in working with a coach on this, check out our journey coaches. Everybody's been trained in this um, and everybody's versed in character strengths. And we have a lot of awesome coaches who specialize in character strengths. Yeah. So whether you are a coach or not, this is just a great place to start as a human being. Yes. Good tools. All right, guys, thank you for listening and uh, explore your character strengths. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything.